that's a triple play. New episodes of Conway. First gate, press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Clocked in, you could catch the hype. Golden Dawn, how we follow the light. Anime like life, uh, married to it, my wife. Uh. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What is Gucci Shoes? And today we're here to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen Episode 9, Small Fry and Reverse Retribution. Hell yes. of a title. Um, but this one was a blast to watch. If you haven't seen our live reaction to this yet, you are definitely missing out because it was fan fantastic you definitely want to go check that out on our youtube channel um, but we're here today to kind of break down what we saw dive a little bit deeper make some predictions talk about the characters what we liked what we didn't like etc um, so if you guys like the content make sure you guys are smashing that like button subscribing hitting that notification bell sharing with your friends and commenting your thoughts down below what did you think of our discussion today what did you think of this episode and what are your thoughts on jujutsu kaisen as a series but anyway hopping right into it i want to talk about our man Kento, who was just introduced on the scene, um, has a brilliant voice actor, and I, I don't know his name, but he, he's like been getting so much work lately between the voices of Overhaul. Um, he was on ID Invaded, mm -hmm. uh, if you guys have watched that at some point. He was also, what was he on um, recently, too? Lero Row. Oh, yeah, Lero Row. Ro. How can you forget the number one? No, the camera doesn't need to go back to you. Lero Row. See what I did there? Lero <laughs> Row. Um, as well. Anyway, but he's been, he just loved that dude's voice just as a side note. It's fantastic. And uh, it's cool to see him getting a lot of work. I feel like a lot of the anime we see now, it's like that guy's voice is in every other one, at least one character. But anyway, so that's who he's voiced by. Um, and his character, though, is just. Oh, what's his name? What, Kento? Oh, the voice actor? I said, I'm not sure of his name. Oh, I said oh, he's oh, done oh. fantastic work, though. I just not, don't know off the top of my head. But anyway, um, Kento, the character in the show here, um, I personally liked a lot. I don't know if you guys had any first impressions about this guy, but I loved the... I just loved his personality and, and in terms of how it meshed with Itadori and Gojo. Because Itadori and Gojo, I feel like, have a lot of similarities in the way they act. They're kind of kooky. Um, some might say naive, although Gojo's definitely been around the block. Um, and this guy's just very mad. Matter of fact, you know, why'd you get into this? Well, actually, I hate it. It's shit. He goes, and then he's like, well, then why'd you do that? And he's like, well, then that's also shit. I just figured they're both shit. So I'm just kind of better at this. So like, I'll do this, which is just fantastic. Um, but I'm curious to know your guys' initial impressions of him and his fighting style. I thought it was something that was really cool as well. And how he kind of meshes with Itadori as a character in the, in the rest of the cast. Anybody have any thoughts they'd like to share? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a really good episode. I'm definitely more curious now that we've gotten his whole, you know, shebang and origin, or I mean, like his, not his origin, but his, like, how he fights and mm. all the stuff, uh, like, how he stacks up to, I guess, specifically this, this guy who he's going to be fighting in the next episode, um, but I, because, like, his, his fighting style is interesting, but I wonder, like, what the, what the limit is, sure. right, because he, he explained that, like, oh, if I'm fighting an opponent, uh, who's significantly weaker than me or has less cursed uh, energy, like, I could one-shot him with this technique. But it's like, all right, well, I wonder what the what the gap is in sure. that. Like, so I, and I'm, I'm interested to see if, like, his... If his moveset is, like, applicable in more... Like, you know, if it's just kind of like that one thing done a thousand times, like the Rock Lee stick, or if it's, like, there's multiple gimmicks that sure. he can get out of it. Yeah. Um, but I think he's pretty cool as a character. He's kind of like the Gojo opposite, right? Sure. Gojo's very, like, by the flow, like, eh, whatever. And he's like, no, like, you know, yeah, this yeah. is X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, he's definitely mm-hmm. very stern, but you can tell that he has that soft side, which is something I really liked about him. He didn't take himself. I guess he like he took himself seriously, but not to the point where he was, you know, because sometimes you get characters like that and they're so, you know, concrete in that way. And they're like, you know, doesn't like by the rule book. I don't really care about whatever else is going on. I don't like you. You could go die, whatever. Um, maybe not that extreme, but you get my point. And so with Itadori, though, you know, there's definitely a lot of don't backtalk me. This is how you're doing it. But it was in the sense that it's like, no, I actually see why this mm-hmm. kid, especially when Itadori reveals his ability. And I am curious, too, uh, to get back real quick before we move on about his ability as well and how it's going to stack up, especially now we're getting the hint that he may be going up against this potentially the strongest uh, curse human, you know, that we've met in the series so far, or at least it seems to be stacking up to be that way, uh, minus Sakuna, right? So that'll be some interesting stuff to look at, especially how he stacks up. And now, and looking at Gojo, it's kind of hard for me, you know, when you look at some of these other sorcerers and it's like, that ability's sick, but like, how sick is it? Like we did just see Gojo kind of yeah, like invert yeah. space and time. So, <laughs> you know, that is true. However, Gojo did also leave Itadori to, um, Wow, I already forgot his name. I'm calling him the Goggler. Oh, that, Kento. That, <laughs> Kento. Yeah. Literally, it's like the first thing is the Goggler. No, Kento. But um, it's funny. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Now I'm dying. How I feel like he has to be very strong because it looks like he has Gojo's respect, you mm-hmm. know? And Gojo, as we know, doesn't mess with any of the elders, thinks they're all kind of booty. So, sure. you know, the fact that he is able to rely on Kento to not only look over Itadori but teach him yeah. says something to Kento's character, and it really, like... I feel like there's a lot of stock in him, and it's not just, you know, oh, I'm going to swing this blade and do this and that. Like, he is going to do some dope stuff, and I can't wait to see, like, him honestly unleash. And I feel like it's going to be on that same sure. level as Gojo, if not, you know, a couple rings below. But yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think yeah. they didn't, because didn't they refer to the fact that Kento was a first year? Oh, when, when he, he was, is a first yeah, yeah, yeah. year. So yes. what I, that's, that's what I find interesting is the fact that be, even though Kento is mm. under rank, to somebody mm-hmm. compared to Gojo, that Gojo has this level of faith and trust. And he's like, no, True. this guy, yeah. like, don't worry about it. This guy can cut it. He can show you the ropes and, and teach you what you need mm-hmm. when, you know, like, logistically, I guess, like, you know, rank and level-wise, like, they're him and Ichidori are neck or neck. So it's like, yeah. you know, some, there's something about Kento that is that puts him above your typical first year. Yeah, yeah definitely. for sure. Now, I wanted to talk about his name evades me, and I apologize here trying to look at the wiki, um, but the new uh, child that we are introduced to in the beginning of this episode, and I would argue really has more of a presence beyond, you know, getting to know uh, Kento and stuff, um, and what his deal is, right? So we see the typical bully scene where, mm-hmm. you know, he's getting beat up, whatever. Um, and he's like, I kind of wish everyone could just die. If everyone, I wanted them oh, to. Oh, everyone he hated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that is an interesting. Well, that's what I was, that's what I was, that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, it was I just, everyone that hates him. Cause remember he makes a distinction. He's like, I think if I could press a button and kill everybody I hate, I probably wouldn't do it. But if I could press a button and kill everyone who hates me. I would probably yes. do it. Yeah. So anyway, um, a lot of button pressing, a lot of death. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, you were like itching your nose. You were flicking your sunglasses. Or did you just hear. My sunglasses. Whatever you're Dog, I wear these every day. Sunglasses. Whatever. Glasses. Anyway, so what his motivations are and all that kind of stuff. So we get the, you know, the typical bullying thing, which again, above and beyond where they just beat the snot out of him. The teacher does nothing. I have to say, I do appreciate that there is a teacher at least, although they did nothing compared to some of the other. We've been reading a lot of manhwa lately and there have been a lot that have, you know, developed, have been centered around this high school setting. And I mean, you know, 
take anime for example and uh sometimes it just got kind of crazy because there's just like no teachers involved and it's like this is just insane it's ridiculous and in this one they're at least like well the teacher's there he just does nothing you know and i was just like all right you know what fair enough dude so yeah going to the theater and then talking about uh the villain that we have here uh that's getting set up whose name is uh mahito so mahito is very interesting because we find out that not only can he just like touch your head and you become disfigured you turn into like a, a cursed spirit cursed spirit in yeah. all essence right like you're human but you're not and you kind of just yeah which is disturbing to say the least it looks incredibly painful when um the transition does happen and uh can definitely make for some moral ambiguity when some of these sorcerers who are a little more uh you know considerate i guess of others or, or maybe these deaths hit them a little harder when they now have to fight these people right we even see itadori is like ah uh, that's kind of a that's a tough one you know and he and he gets really pissed he gets pissed about it because he's like that is the scummiest form that you can possibly go by so this guy is very interesting as well and the fact that he says i'm a human cursed spirit like i was created as a human cursed spirit um from whatever so i'm curious to know his backstory we get a quick glimpse of his backstory you know in like there's a silhouette of a person mm -hmm. holding like a red bead or something like that yeah. and like going towards and i don't know what that's all about Did anybody have predictions on that or mo more to add to this guy um i i'm just i'm actually really just happy that we got the backstory um that he gives uh the kid mojito about like her spirits and like mm -hmm. where the origins come from and like he's at the beginning is literally reading a book of like you know most famous apparitions and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. um but they that he explains he's like all right well there's the common fears the most known phenomenons that that you know humanity has been afraid of since the beginning of time um he's like but there are other things that that humanity has also feared sure. things like natural disasters things that are sort of bigger than them mm -hmm. and it it, when he says that, it flashes to, uh, you know, his homies, like all the, there's the volcano guy who, you know, volcanoes. And then there's sure. the other guy who has like the fl the flower thing, which yeah. represents like earth. Um, so that I find it interesting now that there's a distinction between cursed spirits uh, by means of like the way that they come about into existence. So there's ones that like form from like your more common based fears or yeah. like the, like the smaller scale stuff. And then there's, there's ones like those guys where it's like, no, this is like, you know, natural disaster level and then yeah. you know when he drops the thing where he's like oh well there is another there's like the the cursed spirit of human of humans of humanity and that's what he's supposed to be the rubber so i find all that interesting and i'm yeah. again I'm, I'm very curious as to like a learning more about mojito like specifically how he yeah. came about but also just like where how that happens right because sure. his ability is to turn regular humans seemingly into cursed spirits but i don't know how far that goes like does that mean whoever made him had that ability and like, like transferred it to him or like, you know what I mean? I don't know. So I'm curious to see like where that goes. That's a very good point. Yeah, uh, what I, what I'm kind of going through in my brain canon is if it's something similar to like the Sakuna situation where maybe he actually like that pill or whatever is one of those sacred cursed objects that he maybe consumed. Mm -hmm. And then with that, you know, survived the trials, whatever it put on his body. And now he has like this developed power. He's just aiming it in a different way than say, you know, our main character. So that's kind of what's going through my head. But again, no basis to actually go off of just conjecture. But yeah, I yeah. could see how they would tie it to where it's like, these are the parallels. Like mm -hmm. you yeah, can yeah. see our main character and how he's using it for good. And then like on the other token, he could be in this weird deluded way where he's just carrying out his own like fruitions. But sure. Yeah, sure. that's that's what I see from Yeah, so curious far. to see Mojito's motivations at the end of the day because yeah. he's more than your standard cursed spirit as we've already established. Um, and which means he has different motivations than just your standard 
weird sounding curse spirit that yeah. just repeats detergent over and over again or <laughs> some of the other ones like the one with the sideways mouth and stuff that he turned out was like interesting choice of words but um yeah interesting stuff there and i do have to say kind of piggyback off what you were saying i really enjoy in this show the explanations that they give mm-hmm. And there's something about it, and I can't quite pin it. And if any of you want to chime in or if anyone in the comments knows what I'm talking about or can relate or, like, you know, what the difference is, there's something about Jujutsu Kaisen that when they describe something, whether it's a technique, whether it's why they perform a certain action, whether it's explaining the lore, whether it's explaining the world, they do it in such a way that is short, sweet, and to the point, but it's engaging for me to watch. Half the time it's comical, and... Like, I'm not left confused at all. I know exactly what's going on, at least from what they want to tell me. And, like, I'm not like, all right, that just seemed like a ridiculous amount of time to devote to X thing. I feel like they found the formula in this show, and I don't know, it's just a gut feeling with this show, like, where they've been able to kind of meld the best of it where I'm like, oh, I get it. You know what I mean? But it's not every two seconds. I'm like, okay, we didn't need to go off the path every two minutes here to explain it. But like they do it in such a way. I I think like one of the, like even down, they do it multiple times in this episode. Um, You know, two examples right off the top of my head that I thoroughly enjoyed were uh, Itadori, his ability, which was really cool. The sense Mm -hmm. that the fact that he kind of hits you twice. um, And the first one is like, here's my normal human punch, which is ridiculous because I'm a a national athlete basically. And then my curse energy flows through and hits it with like a second impact. And I thought that was cool how they explained that and Gojo and his drip. That was cool. Um, And then I also liked, and this one's a little more of a silly one, but I did appreciate it Mm -hmm. where, uh, uh, name Kento. of Kento. Kento, thank you. Yes. Uh, nice save. I but, know the scene that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Kento basically starts saying his move, and Isidori makes a joke, like a parody of it, because you see that's so much in anime. It's like, dude, like, why are you saying your move? And he's like, there's like, and I, I mean, sure, the, the explanation might be a little ridiculous, or you might be like, I'm not buying that, but at least they did. And I like the fact that he was like, it, there's a certain, there's amount of resolve and confidence that you have. And like, there's a, or something along those lines. And yeah, like, he says, he says like, you're making a pact with what you say it. you're going to do. Yeah. So now you have to like hone in on that ability and yes. like make something. Up yeah. Like yeah. It. And it's like all or nothing now. I thought that was like it could be considered silly, but I genuinely appreciated that because mm-hmm. so many times in anime, I've just been like, you know, like you just it, you just come to inspect it, but it's like yeah. the, I never knew the reasoning. You know what I mean behind mm-hmm. it, besides to let the audience know what it was or to add some mm-hmm. cool badass element to it. So I thought that was a a really cool thing. But yeah, I mean, getting um getting back to the again, kid's name evades me at the moment. I apologize, but um, his his backstory is something that is curious to me as well um like what i mean like back backstory right because like maybe i don't know maybe there's not much maybe i'm overthinking it what do you think do you think it's just the school do you think he's just like i don't know whatever or you think there's something else that's below i mean i feel like for story's sake they're probably going to add another like added layer underneath it or, like probably something's not good at home you know mm-hmm. like kind of your generic stuff sure. but then again i almost feel like they're just not going to escape over i'm more like curious on we've said it where the op it's like they're they're it looks like he's buddy buddy with everybody at the high school yeah, you yeah. know so spoilers jeez uh, spoilers <laughs> but i'm curious if it's more like a facade that he's putting on where like oh maybe he's gonna just figure out like almost like some double agent type stuff where he's like figuring out more stuff how this high school works who are the elders like who do i need to kind of like become friends with because if you if you remember the volcano head back with their whole plan they were like yo we need to get um 
uh, Goji and I already forgot the main character's name. Gojo and Itadori. Itadori. Remember, he's like, we need to get them on our side so like we can continue with this plan and do whatever. So maybe this is like a weird backdoor way to like befriend Itadori and maybe like maybe. work up to the likes of Gojo and like. Well, get they want to get rid know. of Gojo specifically. Yes, so, yeah, but yeah, they yeah, also not... said that they need to befriend him in a weird way. This was from episodes back where uh, they were like, we need to get Itadori like on our side. Well, Itadori do... specifically. So they need Sakuna on yes. their side and they need Gojo. Gojo gone. That was the two yeah, stipulations. But I there was something where they needed to talk to Go. Uh, yeah, Gojo. they need him gone. Well, I think well, yeah, I, I, don't I think the the implication was that they were their plan was to play the long con because they can't just roll up like Volcano yes. was a test of like we can't just roll up and punch this dude because he would kill everybody. So we'll play the long game. We'll let him put out his plan. We'll wait for him to slip up and make a mistake. And when he does, when he falters, like that's when we'll hit him. Exactly. And I think this kid is going to be that long game plan. Is oh, okay. What I'm getting Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So what? in what way do you think they'll implement him? Like, like in terms of he's a bad guy, but he might have the facade. <laughs> yeah, double agent. Okay, okay. On a facade, I just want to be like, sure. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, he like infiltrates <laughs> it and maybe befriends Itadori. And then, you know, through that friendship, he's able to find out information, okay. relate, re relate it back, you know, to them, and then... Do all that. So you think overall shit. he's going to be a bad guy? I guess was my question. Um, I will leave that to. I don't know. <laughs> it's guy. like if there's a weird part of me who's like, I feel like that's the route they can go. Sure. But it's like until I see more of this kid, because the whole like I only want people who hate me to die makes it seem like he's not yeah. like evil, evil. Like he might have a, just another side to him, and he just stumbled upon this guy, you know, before any like Itadori or anyone else, like Go, like Gojo, like. I feel like there is give and play to his character archetype. It just really relies on where he falls with Mojito. Does he like really mess with him as a person? Is he about his plan? Like we kind of need to know Mojito, what he's about. And if this kid buys into that, because that will determine really the whole route that the show goes mm. down. But I'm just curious. I'm hoping in the next episode, we find out more info on that, sure. but maybe not if it's just Kento, you know, going balls to the wall crazy. And they're kind of, kind of, you know, backdoor this for a little bit while they can, but who knows? Like, I don't know. But that's, 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 that's <laughs> okay, fair enough. Do we really um, know? So getting towards, because that was really the bulk of the episode, right, was the conversations uh, between Mihito and the and the young young boy and then um, Itadori and um, Gavin. Back me up again. Why am I Kento. Kento. Uh, Kento again. <laughs> One ear out the other. But, uh, Itadori, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't, certain names. Like, anyway, um, those were really the two major plot points yeah. of the episode. So um, not too much more to go over, but I do think kind of hearkening back to what I was saying, but more as it relates to the end of the episode or towards the end, uh, was when Kento was making the plan with Itadori to be like, okay, you got to go examine this, yes. this kid and I'm going to go do this thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you realize that the assistant's like, you just, you just did that. Like you didn't need him to do that. You already know, you know. Well, no, he, he was like, he was like, you like really know the position of them, yeah. and aren't just telling us on a whim, right? Yeah. And then Gojo's or not Gojo, Kento's like, yeah, bro, I yeah, got this like yeah. it's it's mine, you know. Yeah. So interesting stuff, and he doesn't think Itadori is completely up to the task yet in terms of the the opponent that he may be facing. Yeah, but. yeah. I think it. I think it comes from. I mean, I guess somewhat uh, like. Gojo has left Itadori in Kento's care, right? So first and foremost, he's like, if I see a situation that Itadori could die in, like, I can't, I can't let him get involved because if he dies, that's on my hands. Like, I'm the one that's supposed to protect him. So I think that's really, if anything, just to keep him, like, he already knows where Mahito, Mahito is, but he's like, no, I'm going to, I'll take care of it. Like, you go follow the kid, you go do whatever, but like, don't, he doesn't want him near the plan because then, you know, he knows Itadori's type. He knows he's going to be like, no, like, let me come. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, this is big boy stuff. <laughs> like, I'm going to, you know, because I, I think whatever, it's interesting how 
like it, it, you know a lot of I guess the more advanced sorcerers, so like your uh, Kentos, your jo- um, Gojos, can like sense like the power level, you know, or, or I don't know exactly what you would call it of some of these cur- You know, it's like I think Kento knows exactly like what level, like what kind of threat we're dealing with here, and knows that like this isn't something to bring Itadori into. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's cool because it, you know, it, it it opens up his character a little bit as just, you know, like I said before, like from this like stone cold type thing where it's like, even if he's just doing this for Gojo's sake or not, but it seems like he's a little bit, like he, he understands Itadori has mm-hmm. some potential behind him. He's like, oh, this wasn't just for show. Like this kid's, this kid's got something going yeah. on. So I'm willing to give him some respect, but he is still a child, right? At the end of the day. And then real quickly, that, comic scene at the end of uh oh after the God. credits what happened there <laughs> gojo is quite the prankster uh i have to say i mean i was like what is happening i was cracking up gavin was on the floor almost literally that was literally one of the uh, unexpected scenes but also made my life that much better <laughs> and like worth living so it's keep fantastic. on doing that. yeah that was just but fantastic like when you just open the note and all you see is penis i was like oh <laughs> and it's like a little like picture too but like they're not gonna show it you know because it's on tv but sure. like just like the little i was like oh was like, my Yo. god who is Dude, this man, Gojo? What a savage. And I love how we, he you know prefaced it. He's like, hey, uh, Kento, I have to tell you something really important. Kento's mm-hmm. like, no, you don't. Like, he knew already this yeah, joke was coming, yeah. so you know this has been a back and forth with them yeah. for a while. It's like him in the taxi, he's like holding the signs. Like, come on, <laughs> come on, you can do it, you can like, do it. Then yeah. he has the letter at the end. Yeah, also, Gavin, I have to get your personal opinion on this. Um, Gojo without the blindfold or Gojo in his sunglasses outfit? Which one? Bro, I'll take either or. If Gojo's rolling on me with either drip, I don't care. I will die. And I don't care if you're the... I will take him both. I don't care. But... Uh, now that I'm th- uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm like thinking Dude, on so the- confidently, like no, I'm I, taking. But I, well, hold on. If I yeah, had to pick, I'm like messing up the cameras just trying to think about this. I'm like, all right. Gotta pick one. I don't want to be like, who would you pick? Because that's just... Mm, blah, blah. Um, mm, uh, nah, blindfold. So, in fighting terms, blindfold. But in, like, day-to-day, if my man would rock those sunglasses, I'm about it. Maybe if they were, like, a little bit bigger, had, like, that mirrored thing on them, you know? Yeah, like, that's cute. I'd, I'm talking about sleeping it. with, though. <laughs> like, oh, you're talking... Would you fuck? Oh, so you're jumping to bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you gotta um, care about uh, kitty shit. If we're, if we're talking well. sleeping with, I gotta say probably the sunglasses, I think. Because he, he did have that drip with, like, that tea with the messed up neck like rolling through i'm just saying i'm like oh you could take me to a hotel room right now we'll be, we'll be about it like yeah. we're doing that nine to five don't you I be laughing because you know you'd be in on that too not with me though you'd get you get the sloppy seconds but it's fine <laughs> isaiah in for the thirds because he's into that so yeah, we're, we're good yeah. <laughs> oh man oh, <laughs> when in doubt just keep on oh, running with it <laughs> just keep on running. all right isaiah what about take you the hole deeper now, now, now you need to know oh that's wrong <laughs> uh, it's all good um sunglasses easy answer yeah 100 percent all right, Ian. Not that I wouldn't let the blindfoldless version fuck me. I'm just saying if it did, like, I feel like because of that whole eye, like, thing, like, he might warp us into, like, some alternate reality. And there's a whole, you know, we got to get the yeah, eyes. It's a whole thing. You it's know a what whole mean? thing. Sunglasses. Still got the hair down. A-okay. Yes. All right, Ian. Absolutely. Maki. Glasses or no? Not part of the, not part of the question. Yeah, I that's go with a Maki. Out. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. <sighs> Fight me about it. <laughs> Fight me about Ian's it. Ian's like that other. Ian's like that other character in the show. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Ian's like that other character in the show. You got one like, job, Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it like turned black for a second. Oh. But um, it's that that person who just says the um, different types of sushi, like toppings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, Ian's like tuna, rice. <laughs> <laughs> like just keeps on going until we hit a topic that he likes, and then he's just back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, Maki, final answer. <laughs> oh, it's gold. Anyway, I think we've covered virtually oh, oh, everything. Actually, right? I had a question for you guys. So at the sure. end, the, one of the last scenes is when um, Itadori is you know creeping up on that other kid holding that um whatever curse object, of yeah, whatever curse yes. spirit. Yeah. Yes. So. Do you think that they're going to be able to keep it cool and not physically run into that guy? Because they're they're just trying to scout him out, you know. So they're not. I'd imagine they're not supposed to just roll up on him and be like, "Yo, like what happened in yeah, X Y Z yeah. scenario?" So do you think that knowing Itadori, he is going to actually come up and try to interact with the kid, and maybe that causes a sway in his outlook to maybe join Itadori based off a of personality, or do you think they're just playing the long like scout? They're going to keep on rolling it, and then in the future, something might happen. I think, personally, there's going to be a point, my prediction, where the assistant gets split from Itadori. Okay. And then Itadori runs into him in some way, shape, or form. Whether oh, the like kid outside just, of this? or No, no, they could be tailing him, but maybe okay. he's like, let's split or something like that. And okay. whatever it is, and Itadori and him somehow have a conversation. Uh, in some way, shape, or form is my prediction. Like, he's like, oh, I, I saw you there. Like, you know what I mean? He's yeah. always kind of a goof, so I could see something like that. This kid seems to be that that kind. Like, yeah. Or he could, like, sense that like out. Perceptive, yeah. Yeah, he's smart. Okay. Um, and then they have some sort of conversation. I don't know where it goes from there, but I think it's I think it's that, like, these people, their paths intersect, but they're not, it's not so much as, like, Itadori's just going to sway him over. Okay. And clearly we know Itadori's not going to sway to the other side. Yes. So I think, and then I think it's them going up, for the time being, parallel mm -hmm. paths, but but you know, different on okay. on different two sides of the coin, and they're going, but like they have this weird interaction where it's like maybe Itadori just doesn't understand it, and that kid doesn't understand Itadori or something like that. Okay, um, and then maybe down the line is when there's like some sort of awakening if he does turn good, um, hmm. or or not. Could be dead wrong again. Prediction. So yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Interesting. Uh, I think pretty much the mostly the same. I think he's gonna there's going to be some incident that's going to cause Itadori to meet uh, this kid like preemptively. Um, and I think the kid, while he's not going to be like swayed Itadori or his side immediately, I think he's going to take a liking to Itadori, but then go back with uh, Mahito and start doing their villainy stuff. And then his, the liking that he takes to Itadori is kind of what's going to be the catalyst mm. in him being like, like, should I be doing this? So like, like planting a seed. Almost. Ita yeah, yeah. 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 So that like, the next time he meets Itadori, it'll be like on the battlefield and they'll be like, and he's like, oh shit, like maybe should I, you know, and then sure. then it's going to sort of, you know, snowball from there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we basically covered everything in this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. More, yeah went, more or less. Went over a bit. Yeah. yeah. Fun stuff. But Very. anyway, folks, like I said before, if you guys like the content today, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of our discussion? Are there any more points that you would like to bring up? What are your thoughts on some of the new characters that we had introduced today in this episode as a whole? And what are your thoughts on the series as a whole? Also, make sure you guys are referring to our description where we have plenty of links which lead to ways where you can directly support the show, whether it's through our merch store if you want to rep some AOA swag, everything from shirts to hoodies to fanny packs to leggings to black blankets. You name it, it's all there. Go check it out for sure. We also have our Patreon if you want exclusive benefits to the show and you want to support the channel at the same time. We have our Spotify link, so if you want to listen to this on the go, you don't have time to boot this up on YouTube and watch. You can listen. You're doing chores. You're driving to work. You're doing whatever. We have that on our audio-only platforms, on our podcast platforms there. We also have our community Discord. If you guys want to join the conversation, talk with some of the brilliant folks in our community, we have that link in there as well as our yes. social media um, so you could follow us and keep up to date with what we are doing um, on a day to day but 100%. until next time folks thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the flip peace later, later, later. ninjas of samurais blazing the cool knives 
Find me in the leaf of the cloud Screaming out Bankai We just some ghouls though Who likes seeing parts fly